0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 CHED. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio,
1: 630 Chad. Brendan-Escott-Filligan for Bob Stauffer here. The final half hour of Oilers now. Bob's traveling today, as are the Oilers on their way to Vancouver. They get the Canucks for the third time this year. Tomorrow night, that is a 6 o'clock faceoff show, 8 p.m. puck drop on 6.30, Ched. And uh, we've been talking about it this show a little bit anyway. The Oilers have fallen 4-2 twice this season, to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Got to tell you that Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Escott recommendation, keep it simple, pepperoni. That's all you need. Pepperoni on top of cheese on top of tomato sauce. I'm about that. All right. uh, We've kind of skipped over NHL today for elite promotional marketing. It's more than just sportswear. So we're going to do that right now. Ten games in the NHL tonight. Canadian action sees Montreal host Florida and Winnipeg entertain Vegas in a match, uh, a rematch rather, of their playoff series from last season. Former Oilers, former Oilers goaltender Laurent Brassois expected to start for the Jets in that one. How about the season he's having? You see, what, uh, you see what these goaltenders can do with one of the league's best defenses in front of them. The San Jose Sharks and forward Marcus Sorensen have agreed to a two-year contract extension worth $1.5 million per season. He has uh, 15 points and 47 games in a depth role for the Sharks this year. Elsewhere, the Ducks, they're trying to do the exact same thing with Jakob Silverberg. A report today says that uh, GM Bob Murray trying hard to re-sign the pending UFA before the trade deadline. The Flyers put Forward Dale Weiss on waivers this morning as well. He's up to 30 years old now and carries a $2.35 million cap hit. Loved him when he was with Vancouver. I think he's uh, going to be a good role player contributor on some team in this league, perhaps not a Flyers team that has all sorts of issues right now. Sends goaltender Craig Anderson skated this morning, continuing to recover from a concussion that has sidelined him since December 28th. He has not started a game since the 21st of December. Bakersfield Condors, the Baby Oilers, have two home games coming up against Stockton, uh, one of them tomorrow night, the other on Friday, and then the Central Division leading Oil Kings. They resume play in Medicine Hat tomorrow, once again on the road. U of A Golden Bears, a home and home against mount royal coming up this weekend all right check in on the heartland ford uh, text line it comes in from uh well somewhere in alberta it says if lucic comes around i hope the same people who criticize will speak up with the same fever i have no doubt in my mind that will happen And the reason that I say that is how loudly the fans cheer and holler and and chant Looch at these Oilers games. It's not as if the fans dislike Loochich as a person, you know. If he could contribute to fill the boots of the contract, I don't think anybody would have an issue with him, but... You know, he's not outcast here. He just happened to be uh, one of the things that people keyed in on, right? For, well, there's not getting secondary scoring. Meanwhile, he's making this money. I, I think that they would speak up with that same fever. Comes in out of Edmonton and says, there there may never be a more classic Shirelli move than the Oilers giving up a draft pick to acquire Shirelli. He's won a Stanley Cup. You know, At the beginning, again, I say, and I don't know if it's just a string of bad luck for the amount of trades that have gone in the wrong direction for the Oilers, but you heard Brian Burke say it last week, I believe on the show, Shirelli has a cup under his belt, and that's not by accident. Game may have evolved since then, but... The move itself was not necessarily uh, ridiculous at that time. Okay, so I've talked a lot about getting into the mid-season awards. This is uh, it's a lot of fun for me to put together. So that's why we're doing it today. And I think that it's uh, grounds for a lot of engagement on the text line. So feel free to text uh, whether you agree or disagree at 630-630. We're going to start right at the top, the Hart Trophy winner. And I would be very, very disappointed in the NHL to see anybody but Connor McDavid, and I'm not saying that as an Oilers, uh, somebody who's close with the team or anything like that, okay? McDavid means more to the Oilers than any other player in the NHL means to their respective team. I, I understand there's a case to be made for Nathan McKinnon. I understand there's a case to be made for Nikita Kucherov, who is having an, another unbelievable season in Tampa Bay. And Johnny Goudreau, wow. However... If you take any of those players out of their respective lineups, there's still other pieces to that puzzle that are, it's not going to be the drop-off that would be the case. And you're talking about the definition of a most valuable player to his team. You remove Connor McDavid from the Edmonton Oilers the same way, hey, remember the Indianapolis Colts lost Peyton Manning for one year, and basically, I think they went 1-15. It's the same concept. Connor McDavid, most valuable player to his team. If you disagree, feel free to hit me up at 6.30, 6.30. The Art Ross, scoring leader at the end of the season. This has to be a projection right now. Right now, leading the league in points is Nikita Kucherov down in Tampa. And you want to talk about a supporting cast? There may be none better in guys that are competing for this right now. But when you watch Connor McDavid on the ice i promise you i'm not blinded by the fact that i work for Oilers now connor mcdavid to me he's on pace for over 120 points kucherov is as well uh connor mcdavid should at this clip if he stays healthy finish as the art ross scoring leader just like he did last year kucherov though listen i'm waiting for kucherov to to come back down to earth and it just doesn't seem to be happening. Goudreau's right up there as well. I I don't know. Devin, can I bring you in here for a second? Studio producer, Devin Horn. uh, I don't know how close you follow the league, but I know you, you know a little bit about it. Johnny Goudreau and what he's doing in Calgary, is that sustainable for the rest of this hockey season? Third in the league in scoring right now. Flames have been on an incredible run, but could he win the scoring title?
0: No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, he's, like, kind of flared up recently, and I think I'm surprised, I think, like a lot of people, that the Flames are doing this well. You know, we all saw that James Neal signing. We're like, eh... You know, that's a nice addition, but I had no idea they'd be doing this well.
1: But no, uh, no, I don't think Johnny Goudreau wins. I think he'll be close, but I think, you know, start to taper off. Right. And, you know, an argument could be made for him as well as the most valuable player of this league, like I said. But he's got another 35 some odd games to keep that up in order for that to be the case. All right. So there you go. McDavid taking home the heart. McDavid taking home the Art Ross. For what it's worth, I don't have this written down, but I, I can see Kucherov or Possibly Alex Ovechkin, I guess, taking home the Rocket Richard for most goals scored. You can text in at 630-630 or call at uh, 780-496-0063. Let's talk Vesna for a minute. This one's a little more wide open right now. But what do you think of Marc-Andre Fleury down in Vegas and what he's done? Right now, he's leading the league in... Wins with 26, and that's five up on the next, uh, the next leader. And shutouts as well with six. He's got a 2.49 goals against average. Mark andre Fleury has been everything to Vegas since he got there. I was skeptical as to how that was going to go when they took him in the expansion draft a couple years ago. But he has done nothing but when he's healthy again, because that's that's been the struggle for him since he's been in Vegas. But when he's healthy, he contributes, uh, you know, arguably in McDavid-like fashion for that group. Volume of work does help that. He is behind John only John Gibson in shots and saves. I should add that too. So Fleury sees a lot of pucks in between the pipe. My runner's up for that. Vasilevsky, best goaltender in the league right now. And I know that's what the award's for, but when you play behind the best team in the league, I don't know. I I just don't think that you get showcased quite that way. But Andre Vasilevsky, certainly an honourable mention. As is Freddie Anderson for the Leafs. He's another guy who's up there in uh, in starts and and all that kind of thing Uh, perennially. That was a good ad by the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, uh, we got a caller here on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. It is Will. Will says that Connor is a lock for MVP. Will, state your case. Well... I uh,
0: just wanted to uh, mention that uh, being considered the MVP, I think you know when you look at other teams like Tampa, like you mentioned earlier, it's indicative of the lack of support Connor has. Therefore, uh, as you've uh, alluded to, he's the team can't function the way it needs to without his services, and some teams like Calgary, goodrow and whatnot can survive. In his absence. So that's indicative of management, I think, overall. Uh, The other is um, um, I guess on the defensive side, my other concern for calling, was just on the defensive uh, weakness on the Oilers. Like They're hurting a bit and Mm -hmm. there's some depth players been at it, but there's some people that continue to struggle like a Benning and yet he's playing with Connor on Connor's line on a regular basis and just wondering when
1: when that's going to improve at all uh, yeah. going forward. Thank you. First, sure. I appreciate the call, Will. So, uh, you know, I, I haven't really been keeping track, to be honest, of how often uh, McDavid would be out there with Benning playing the point. I imagine that they try to line up uh, forwards forwards with forwards, play that game, and then whatever happens on the back end kind of is what it is. Uh, you're not matching to play with your own team. You're matching against uh, is what's coming at you. Um yeah. He, I mean, we'll hit on the point right there. It, you take, even if you take McDavid away from dry you see the significant dip. So you, some people trying to make the argument and, you know, you see the techs come across six 630, 630 and say, you guys are homers. Nikita Kucherov is better than McDavid, more valuable. If you take Nikita Kucherov out of the fold, Steven Stamkos is a first overall pick that's still playing there, right? And, and they still have the best goaltender in the world. They still have Victor Hedman. And they still have all these pieces. If you take Connor McDavid away from the Oilers' other best player, it drops off significantly. That's the argument. Well, this is an interesting text coming in. Uh, Just take a look at Craig Button's top 50 prospects. Evan Bouchard is not listed in the top 50. Noah Dobson is ranked 18th. Ty Smith ranked 35th, both of whom Edmonton passed on. Interesting. I'll have to go take a look at that after the show, but uh, (laughs) I have a hard time believing that a right-shot defenseman that moves the puck like Bouchard does, with uh, a year of experience more on some of these guys... Let me put it to you this way. I would not trade Evan Bouchard for either Noah Dobson nor Ty Smith. I think Evan Bouchard is going to be a cornerstone of this team moving forward. And it would have been nice to see him get a little bit more run this year, if you ask me. But you got to balance things and what they did by sending him down. As far as I understand it, based on what Bob said, is that they can protect him in the the Seattle expansion draft in a couple of years. So there's that. All right. Well, uh, we'll stick with defenders and we'll go to the Norris Trophy here. And... For, for those people who think that we don't give Calgary enough credit here, Mark Giordano at 35 years old is starting to run away with the Norris Trophy and it is it's fun to watch, like what a story there, he had an incredible year a couple seasons ago, he dipped and now at uh, in what I would consider to be the twilight of his career, he's certainly not playing like it by any stretch of the imagination, nine goals 38 assists for 47 points. He's plus 36, and he plays twenty-four forty-one every single day. He, he's insulated. Can we say that the Flames top to bottom may have the best decor in the league? There's an argument to be made there. I'm not sure off the top of my head who he's paired with. I think if it's TJ Brody, and it may well be, uh, not a bad guy to be paired with, that's for sure. So your numbers are going to inflate a little bit in in that way. Brent Burns, this text comes in right now, talking about Brent Burns. Well, Brent Burns does lead lead the league in uh, defenseman scoring with fifty two points on the year. Yeah, that's that's another obvious one. He's certainly in contention. I like. Uh, Keeping in mind that there's still another rest of the season to be played. And to that end, I I would also like to draw your attention to Eric Carlson, who only has three goals on the season, 38 assists for 41 points. He is plus eight in San Jose right now. San Jose starting to look like the team to beat in the West. I would think they're up there with Calgary and Vegas in that mix. uh, But, you know, either one of them. Brent Burns is getting up there in age, too. Morgan Riley, though, I want to talk about Morgan Riley as a runner-up. 13 goals, 34 assists, 47 points. He's plus 24, and he also plays up over 22 minutes a night. I do not, and this is just me talking right now, I do not have faith that Morgan Riley is going to be able to sustain what he's done over the rest of the season. He was drafted, what, fourth overall or fifth overall, I think, in the year that Niall Yakupov went number one. And Brian Burke has said on this show previously that Riley would have been the number one pick had Brian Burke held that. He liked him that much. This is the first year that we've really seen Riley uh, reach the, yeah, the levels that he's capable of. How about the Calder Trophy? Elias Peterson is... un freaking believable as a hockey player man like there's there's right now and this if I went looking down the list as rookie stats like this is not necessarily a strong rookie class as far as scores go or our guys breaking into the league Rasmus Dahlin first overall pick he's up there 25 points on the year he's been pretty good on the back end but Elias Peterson is the future of the Vancouver Canucks and last year it looked like that was going to be Brock Besser and then we started to hear the hype about this kid who was still playing in Sweden and, and what could he possibly be but I don't think anybody could have envisioned that he'd have 42 points over the first portion of this season. 16 point lead, by the way, over Colin White, who is the second leading scorer among rookies this year. Elias Peterson pretty much has that uh, that locked up. Runners up in this one, I would consider to be, and again, I'm saying not just to this point, but what I think might unfold over the rest of the season. Call me crazy. I like Brady Kachuk in Ottawa. I think Brady Kachuk is a huge piece of that uh, that for the rest of the year and probably for the next decade, should he choose to stay there. 21 points so far this season. He's a pretty well-rounded player, and he came into the league and did exactly what everyone expected him to do, and that'd be very tough to play against while putting up gritty points. Miro Heiskanen, my other runner-up on Dallas's back end. Third overall pick last year, and as advertised once again, 20 points. He has a minus seven, but you know Dallas has been... Uh, lacking defensively, I would say, which is interesting given how many defensive prospects they had there between Stephen Johns and Esa Lindell and Julius Honka and et cetera, et cetera, go down the list. I'm not even talking about John Klingbert, but nevertheless. So there you go. Calder Trophy, Elias Peterson, followed by Brady Kachuk, possibly Miro Heiskin and the rest of the way, and Jack Adams. Jack Adams has to, in my mind right now, go to Bill Peters and what he's done to lead the Flames right now to a 30-13-4 record here in the Tough Western Conference, and it doesn't show any signs of slowing down. They're also doing this, and Flames fans, now's your time to vent. They're doing this without spectacular goaltending. Mike Smith Smith has been Mike Smith for a number of years now, and that's a very uh, inconsistent sort of goaltender. David Riddick. Still unproven. Pretty good numbers, though, for David Riddick. But uh, they're, they're doing amazing things. Bill Peters is doing amazing things in Calgary. John Cooper, coaching the best team in the league right now. is another option down in Tampa Bay. Claude Julien in Montreal. Brandon, you're crazy. Claude Julien. Who does he have to work with in Montreal? Really? And they're in a card spot right now. What? That's got to be coaching, man. You can't make uh, chicken salad out of you-know-what, but he's doing a pretty good job there. All right, 151 in Edmonton. We are going to step aside for our final timeout here on Oilers Now. Uh, we'll keep it going when we come back.
0: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad
1: 154 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. Bob's on his way to Vancouver with the Oilers. They take on the Canucks tomorrow night at Rogers Arena. Get the extended pregame show tomorrow. That starts at 6pm on 6.30. Ched, 8pm. The puck drop. Couple quick texts here. uh, Some good ones coming across the text line right now. Uh, We'll start off uh, somebody asking about whether there's any news on a cleft bomb return. It doesn't sound like until after the All-Star break. So don't bank on that until maybe the Philadelphia game at the earliest. That's sort of what Bob had pegged. Either there's a road swing in which They play Philadelphia and Montreal in the early part of February. And you can sort of eyeball that. You don't want to rush him back. Number one, clefbaum has got injury history. And number two, you don't want to have him back and playing at a fraction of the capability that he can. That's no good to you either. So patience, patience there. I know you hate that word. You don't like that word at all, but sometimes it's necessary. Text coming in from High River says, McDavid plays four minutes more a game than Kucherov does. That's a big advantage. Kucherov or Kucherov win MVP. Oilers are not a playoff team, so no MVP. That is the debate. Do you have to make the playoffs in order to be the MVP of your team? I say no. I say if you're going to define the award as the most valuable player to his team and leave it there, fine. The, the award is not dictated as the most valuable to a playoff team. So either redefine it or apply it like it is. That's how I see it. Text from Brian at Edmonton uh, talking about Bouchard being left off the top 50 prospect rankings. And he says it might be Bouchard's skating. Skating is everything now. Bouchard is 19 years old. Skating is something I've always thought could probably be coached. Right? And how do you learn how to skate at the NHL level while playing? at the OHL level, and if you're a good player at the OHL level, you don't necessarily need to rely on skating either, right? That's the way I see it. All right, let's go to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all of your vacation dreams. On this day in 1991, Randy Mahler scores his third of the year for the New York Rangers to tie the game at two in the third period against the Oilers. That would finish as a 2-2 tie at Madison Square Garden, bringing the Oilers record to 21-20-3 on the year. Peter Klima, Joe Murphy had the goals for the Oilers in that one. Tonight on 630, Chet, inside sports with Reed Wilkins. They've got Kelly Rudy on, Oil Kings forward Jake Neighbors, and Eskimos head coach Jason Maas. Tomorrow, hockey night in Canada's Craig Simpson will join us on Oilers Now. Bob will be back for that, and then it's the Oilers and Canucks for Rogers Arena in Vancouver. 6 p.m. faceoff show, 8 p.m. puck drop, right here on 6:30, Chet. Coming up next: a news, weather, traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan, followed by the 6:30 Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Always a pleasure hanging out with you. Appreciate your contributions on the uh, Heartland Ford text line on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline. It's Brendan Escott saying so long once more from the 6:30 Chad studios.
0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 6:30 Chad.